that was just like <laughs> it's the concept of they don't like you don't understand what it's like to be able to navigate in different spaces like that because mm -hmm. you only have mm -hmm. one space so when someone asks me like what am i i don't say i'm half this half that i go this is what i am and this is what i am and i'm able to navigate within those spaces and i still support and have the support of both of those groups okay and yeah. it's all mm -hmm. love you know what I mean? What's up? Welcome back to episode 18, Natural Thoughts and Talks. We got a good one for you guys. This one's going to be interesting because it's uh, it's a guy that I've known for a while and we're going to get into it today. This is actually Hannah's twin sister's boyfriend, Jaden. So we're going to get into basically speaking about like just our experiences, not only visiting Scandinavia, going over to Europe, and just like dating two people who are genetically the same, but so different in their own right, because they're their own people. And we've always kind of like been wrapped into this sort of like whirlwind of dating twins. You know what I mean? So go ahead and say what's up to the people, Jaden. Yo, yo, it's Jaden from Long Beach, California, mm -hmm. representing out here. So, uh... I'm ready to start this podcast. Yeah. So we're going to have a good one, man. We're going to have a good time. And like I said, dude, it's super casual. Whatever you want to say, it's, it, I mean, it ain't a safe space. I'm going to roast you if you say some wild shit, but like. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like safe spaces. I'm all into the, the roasting and jokes. It, I like all that. Yeah. It's a real space. So we're not like, we're not censored here. We're not, you, you say whatever you're comfortable saying. And if you say something wild at the end and you're like, Hey, I don't want it in there. Hey, we can always just cut it out. So we'll get into it before we hit play. You had a comment on our, Kino's our mascot, man. So he's the mascot of the podcast. Okay. Okay. And you were like, uh, what what made you want to get a melon wall right and originally he was a gift for my sister and then that's right you remember that's that right. i got uh -huh. him for her birthday now that that's a crazy dog to get someone else i yeah i dropped a fucking bomb off yeah. <laughs> like a time bomb and i didn't know what i was doing i knew that the thing was that she had a ridge back he ended up just like getting too big and he wasn't a runner he was kind of lazy he was a lineman basically okay, yeah. like if mm -hmm. someone came in he'd fuck him up but like he wasn't gonna run anywhere or do anything so i needed something that was safe for her on the street while she was running and we weren't gonna have to worry about her because okay, he was gonna yeah. take Take care of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I will do that for sure. I yeah. thought it was a husky with like more intelligence. I didn't realize that it was like a legit Navy SEAL that like wants to do things twenty four seven. Research, huh? I did research, dude, but you just don't know. Like you really, they. I know everybody says yeah, do I didn't, research. I didn't know at the time, but then I remember I met Kino and I was like, this dog is fucking insane. He's different. Yeah, I was like, this dog's insane. And then yeah, I, I heard on the JRE he was talking about Belgian Malinois. I looked them up and I was like, holy shit, yeah. man, these things are crazy. Yeah, we got to, honestly, I mean, maybe tomorrow or like next weekend or something, we should come out and you should hop on the sleeves with the bite work with him. He fucking loves that. He oh, loves God. wrestling. <laughs> He'll hit you at like 30 miles an hour with the oh, sleeve Jesus. and just, he doesn't let go. We're working on like out right now we're working on his out command because he's he's all right at it but like we need him like What's out hey he out make he'll run? fuck you up he'll bite you oh, okay. i need him to let go of you mm. because like hannah will send him to me he just won't let go he'll, oh, okay. he'll go he'll play he's played tug of war with a dog for six minutes straight legit like at the park just pulled so, and then the dog gets tired clearly because yeah. it's a normal dog and mm. kino's just like ah bitch got yeah. you this is my rope like he has a concept in his head where he doesn't think he gets to go home unless he's defeated every like if he doesn't yeah. get a ball uh, or a frisbee he you can tell he's like 
I'm earning my keep here. So yeah, okay, okay. I dropped him off They're at like dogs. at like 12 weeks old or whatever. And then a couple weeks later, my mom calls me and he's like, hey, he's tearing holes in our drywall. Like he's not. <laughs> yeah. Like just his little puppy. We left him in the laundry room and he's like, apparently he's cutting holes in the house and like just chewing through it. And like he <laughs> wants hilarious. to be around people. So over the past year or so, like I've really developed him into like the, the manageable machine that he is right now. Yeah. Cause you, cause they, if you don't give him that, then it will only, the only become crazier yeah, they get probably, fucked. Yeah. some of them unfortunately get fucked up and people like me is i'm i'm a big movement guy so like he is the perfect thing because we just did like a three mile hike yesterday down okay, at okay. uh huntington dog beach mm-hmm. it was good that bo didn't come too because we went far man we yeah, went the yeah. whole mile and a half okay, and yeah. back in the ocean too so he's zigzagging in the water like coming back <laughs> and for some reason he wasn't too tired but like he was good and yeah it's just like Anyways, it was a better fit for him to be here, like during his younger years. Yeah, then because I don't think that my parents and my sister had the like, the time or the capability to really mold him into what he is now. No, so. yeah, it's a it's a job. It's a job. You show him as be certified almost to mm-hmm. own a Belgian Malinois. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking crazy, but he's if you, like, if you have to be certified to to own a gun, you should be certified. Yeah, like those things will kill you too. You yeah, know? he's so. controlled chaos right now, so he's super good, and I would consider him a controlled storm right now. Like he's yeah. good mm-hmm. and um, super friendly, but like at nighttime, man, he flips that switch, especially around Hannah, to where like you just see him analyzing every little fucking thing of like everything every every homeless guy that comes he doesn't Uh, want people he doesn't want people on the same street as him if we're walking he's at the point now where he's like okay it used to be the sidewalk and he's like hey i don't know who this guy is he's looking shady i'm gonna bark at him or like do you guys crate him at night or is he in oh no he's free now he's good now we used to but he's crate chained all the way he sleeps on the floor on the bed out here like he does whatever but now like he's at the point where let's say hannah takes him out at like two in the morning and there's somebody like on the same side street he's like Uh, i want them to go another way i want so it's like it's a good thing it's just something you got to manage if he's like super protective and as long as you give him free reign like he's not a runner at all he'll just like he'll be around and he'll catch him so he's fucking wild but i love him but yeah it's a yeah that's a intense dog it's a good dog good Mm -hmm. dog he i've never seen him show any like aggression obviously he's very energetic but Mm -hmm. In terms of aggression, I haven't seen anything where I'm like... Yeah, you got to hop on know. the bite work when he flips. Oh, like, oh yeah. my God, his mouth starts watering, dude. And he's <laughs> like, fuck, we're going. That's why he's not aggressive is because I fight him twice yeah, a day, morning okay, and yeah. then in the evening. Where so do you have to do that out? at? You have to do that somewhere. Like, do I people freak him. out when you're doing it? Are they looking at you no, like, what the fuck is No, this guy? because we have it super controlled. There's only been one guy where like we were in like a... I almost had to fight this guy because he was so upset because it was his fault. We go to the parks. Um, anywhere where there's open grass, I'm good because okay. Kino is good. He knows what his job is and he executes. Anytime, if you come speak to me, like Kino will never go up to you, but if you're speaking to me and you have a dog, now Kino will go and approach that dog and say hi. This guy's dog was leash aggressive and like got, they got into it like a little scuffle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this guy literally walked towards us though to say hi. Kino goes to say hi. His dog's a fucking dick. He gets upset. Now he's screaming at me. I just told the guy like, get the fuck out of here. Cause like, yeah, yeah. you know, this doesn't make any sense. But for the most part, people just want to like watch. And then they want to ask me like how I did it or what's going on. 
on. But that's the worst. It's like if you're making clothing right now and someone's like, hey, how are you doing? And you're yeah, like, give yeah, me a exactly. fucking minute because yeah. I'm clearly working with yeah, him right yeah. now and this is his time. So it's like I need mm-hmm. to make sure that And your attention needs to be yeah, fully Yeah, I don't have time. Like after yeah. or before, fuck, come chat with me or whatever. But it's literally always the worst mid-frisbee throw when they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get upset when Kino like approaches them or will be like, hey, who are you? What's going on? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's just not a good look. But it pretty much public places. I haven't had any issues so far, but he needs like a ranch. I need to go buy him a ranch to yeah, just. Yeah, he needs like a big. He needs acres big. to just go and go and like do his thing. But yeah, anyway, that's Kino Boy. But getting into it, man, um, we're both in pretty committed relationships and in love with a set of twins. And that's pretty cool because like we kind of date, I mean, it's kind of weird. We date genetically the same person, I guess, but they're, they're different. They're twins. And I really like talking to you because only you have some of the experiences that I have that we can relate with. I can't talk to anybody else about like, Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, Hey, how was your experience with Sweden? Uh, did you like the pizza or something? Not not a lot of people even go out to Sweden or have the chance to, a lot of people in America don't leave. They don't have passports. Yeah. They don't, they don't ever leave. And so, it was cool that we even got the opportunity to go out there. Like, that was amazing for me. You know, yeah. I probably would have never had that opportunity otherwise. So, And I think that's the biggest thing is talking about opportunity, just dating mm-hmm. these um, beautiful, intelligent young women is the fact that they Hannah has opened up my world as far as like – from very America to now, oh, it's the entire thing that you can yeah. visit. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I didn't even have a passport before, obviously, Hannah, I got one. Now we've been to, you know, Costa Rica. Uh, you guys have been down to Mexico. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we've mm-hmm. been bouncing around, leaving and going to really cool places. So it's just awesome. The concept of like, oh, the, the girl that I fell in love with is was way the fuck over there in scandinavia right way yeah, over in it's europe crazy, huh? it's like what are the chances yeah what are the chances and the fact that they they won on a lottery yeah so there's the chances of that too and then that they're gonna come over here and meet us it's like one in a billion mm-hmm. you know as opposed to like most relationships they're like oh i'm dating my neighbor who lives a block or two blocks away yeah or in this case they did live a block away from me but 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 they moved from across but the they world. were born a yeah. globe away mm-hmm. so. and lived in Pakistan and all those crazy places so mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've just learned so much about the way that their fi- family dynamic is. And yeah, they're such so a many, cool family. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Very, very cool, very yeah. together family. Family is like very important to them. It's very respectable. Yeah, like their, their concept of family that I've learned is actually like checking up. Because when I first met like uh, Hannah's mom and dad, and they would actually, like let's say I had a headache or something, or let's say I had an injury, they would actually mm. ask like, how's it going? And I remember I was so like rough and rugged at that time in my life that I was like, oh, why are you asking me that? like yeah. my own parents don't mm. even ask me that of like yeah, like hey yeah, how yeah. are you actually doing i'm like i'm fine i'm straight i'll be yeah. all right i'll heal and they're like no 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 but like does it hurt does it feel good and i'm like why the f- are you ch- yeah. you good? like you looking for my weaknesses what you doing what's your angle old man like what you got going yeah, on yeah. you so. can tell their their parenting is probably is is very supreme it's different than probably the way you and me grew up yeah. like i'm not saying our parents were bad in any way but i'm just saying that uh it's it's different like we probably got yelled at more and mm-hmm. you know we got grabbed and whatever and you know yeah and so they they i don't think they ever had any of that and, and they and it actually is a successful formula it's it like is, here it is. in it's america super. or in la in general if you're hands off with your kid like 
your kid's probably going to end up in the streets. You know, your kid's yeah. probably mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like you have to do something or put your kid. What's up? Well, I was going to say a big thing is like when I went over to Sweden, I noticed that I think they're a lot more mature mm. out there. That's what I noticed when I was hanging around her friends that are even younger than us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. Uh, and usually kids around here, like I, I hang out with like some 20 year olds and stuff like that. And I'm like, they're just, even though that's, they're just immature. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even though it's like the two year difference, but out there they were very mature and I don't know. I, I had a really good time and I, I think that's probably why they, they're able to be a little bit more free mm-hmm. and their parents let them be a little bit more free is because they also, they're able to drink, start drinking at like what, 18 over there and yeah. stuff like that. They're they have these freedoms earlier, so they're able to develop mentally and, you know, and become a little bit more mature than people out here. How did you feel about that flight? Did you think it was going to be as far it, it as it was? It wasn't too bad. I've been on, I, like, I've flown to, like, New York before and stuff like that, to Florida mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's not, obviously not as long, but I, I've, I've flown my whole life all over America, at least. And yeah. so I, I wasn't too concerned about it, and it, was, it wasn't too bad. I just watched, like three four movies so dude you know what was crazy though is i had a a buddy who was a guest on the podcast a couple weeks ago he had never he's never been on a plane and that's such a wild concept i was like bro are you amish like what what is going on i I flew a plane for my first time by myself when i was probably like six yeah something like that and they had like the the chauffeur Mm -hmm. you know they give you like a little chauffeur and you have like this little lanyard yeah and stuff like that and so dude that was back when they let you meet the captain you remember that and they'll put you in like first class and stuff Mm -hmm. like that too like they'll put you or it's like a con or it's a business or some business class keep an eye on you make sure there's nothing going on in coach exactly yeah that's pretty cool so that was cool though but just the traveling and like how different the buildings were and it's just yeah, you the talk architecture about architecture was yeah amazing. you talk about a culture shock my biggest thing dude being out there um with the girls was just the idea of time like old here is you know 50 years like oh this shit's from 1950 like look yeah. at this building in mm-hmm. la's from 1950 dude uh like hannah's dad's neighborhood was like 1284 or something yeah. like that and i, I was like dude yeah. y'all have been living here this long nobody was like hey let's go check what's on this it was wild is like like with uh, Hannah and Josephine, they're like almost 100% Swedish. And then they have like mixes of like other Scandinavian, uh-huh. you know, uh, 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 ethnicities. But yeah. they're mostly Swedish, you know. Yeah, so no, they're They've Hitler's... been there so long, but then they're like all still all Swedish. You uh-huh. know, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I tell Hannah she's like Hitler's wet dream. Like they're just. I, I tell, I, yeah, like uh, that's what Hitler was talking about. Yeah. Like, like he looked at Sweden. He's like, oh, yeah, that looks like about right. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Right. <laughs> I, I was getting lost with Hannah, though, in Sweden because like everybody looks the same out there. Where like, I, let's say I was in the mall, bro. And there would be like Yo, seven. I got confused. Uh-huh. I accidentally called. I was like, I called one girl. I was like, I was like, oh, Josephine, Josephine. Because like they're wearing coats. Uh-huh. Everyone's wearing coats with the scars. Yeah. They got gloves on. So you just see blonde hair mm-hmm. and then a coat. You know? yeah. So I was like, oh, Josephine. And I just turned around. It wasn't Josephine. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, oh, hey, Josephine. I found her. I was like, oh, God. And it's funny because like if we're here in LA and I'll be on my phone and I can like kind of side eye, see where Hannah's at or whatever. And I think that's well, what they I was stick doing. out out here, huh? Mm-hmm. They're they just so out. bright. But over mm-hmm. there, I would side eye and I'd be like, oh, wasn't me. Out like, there, we're the one. ones that stick out. Yeah, you could. They could find us pretty easy. Uh huh. I guess so. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, Josephine was saying like you could notice even like like she was noticing like oh you walk different than the people out here. She was like she was like walking normal. I'm like this is how I walk. Like, yeah. I'm more out. Oh shoot. It's I'm good. I'm more out. You can still hear me on the thing, right? Uh huh. Yeah, you're good. You I got, got your headphones, headphones. dropped. 
But I walk like uh, not even like a gangster, but just more like you know. No, you got to lean. You got a little bit of swag. Yeah, got you got some lean. soul. I got my my arms got a little swing to them. You know. I, I noticed that too, dude. Is I used to think that it was vital, like that that whole macho like manly man thing. Yeah, you walk was, around with a little scowl it, on your face. It, yeah, you know? that was my one thing. Where like that's kind of been my biggest transformation. That's something that I even work on today, dude. Is sort of not letting that go, but just allowing myself to appreciate more like sensitivity of like getting into fashion let's say whereas like yeah. a couple years mm-hmm. ago i've been like oh that's fucking pussy shit like i'm not i'm not gonna close whatever like get in the weight room and get jack you know yeah, what i mean yeah, you're whatever mm-hmm. who cares what you're wearing but it's like the ability i was holding myself off to it and my biggest thing dude and it's like i had i've taken one class my entire career that i gave a fuck about i've done four years haven't given a shit about anything really? this one professor got to me and he was like hey by being super manly you're actually being like really weak and i was like fuck he's right yeah because it's, it's your ego that's it's what i'm saying ego. so yeah exactly so i used to have a big problem with my ego. i used to be a little hothead you know walk around and i used to like if someone bumps into me at a party you know you're like uh, what does that mean now yeah, you're upset yeah, yeah. at like what and maybe that dude was just fucking tripped and then, like and- you were saying i noticed that when i even not well i don't think i necessarily had an ego but when i went out to sweden the culture was a lot different right so i was i i thought differently because you said that you were more like calm because you didn't have to be on your P's i felt and Q's. safe man Mm-hmm. I felt more on edge because in really? there they they their uh, their social their social culture is a little different. Like like people will walk really close to you and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. I'm like feeling like breasts on my neck and like someone almost stepped. I'm like this you is crazy. I'm like breast on your neck. No, I, I wish it was breast. It was breath. It was a breath of some some tall Swede. Yeah. You know? I'm like I'm like. And they're breathing down on me. Okay. Obviously, they're six feet tall. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like five ten. Yeah, you know? there were some big boys. Yeah, out they're all, there. they're all big. That Even the woman, crazy. the women are over six feet. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. This um, is crazy. Hannah's brother-in-law, or Adam. Adam's been on the podcast. Like, he's a big dude. Like, you yeah, can see is, how you're like, oh yeah, you should be a Viking. Like, yeah, I was like, you yeah. should seriously, you should play in some the NFL. Them, oh yeah. yeah, I was about to say, like, some of them, if they like made the conversion to like because i like i know they like football you know they like yeah. their 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 european like football. a real sport you know but yeah if they if some of them big guys they they came over here they could make hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars yeah. playing nfl football you know it's imagine crazy. adam as a defensive end yeah you know? he would have been killing it or like yeah. a left tackle or yeah. something you like try that. to block him they'll swat your hand right out of the way you know be so. but the thing that i kind of found that i think was more relaxing for me dude is just the low level of crime so the fact that i had no previous data to be like oh am i gonna get stabbed on the train mm. whereas on the metro here in la you're like oh fuck is that shady guy doing what's under his coat you know how you think that naturally of like or you're in downtown LA, you're like, oh, oh yeah. what's my weird? head's just, on a swivel. Yes, yeah. out oh. there, I felt like I was like, there's no data. They, they say people don't really get stabbed out here like that. So like for me to sit here and be on edge is just a waste of time. I felt, and then just True. knowing me and mm. my demeanor and like how I, you know, I'm a big guy. I train a lot. Like I'm always, I, I'm ready to fight at a moment's notice. So why do I have to walk around ready to fight you yeah, know you what have i to mean be comfortable you're already yeah yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. just like the swedish culture everybody was so nice and stuff it just i felt like a lion amongst like sheep in uh, that moment like you know no disrespect to them yet. but it's just like i have a level that i can go to mentally to where like if you really want to be on some wild shit mm-hmm. i'll flip the switch mm-hmm. right now and mm-hmm. fuck you up i think i i felt safe in sweden more so i didn't and i might be completely wrong i didn't know necessarily what the whole situation because it's a very like sweden's a very swedish country they don't 
they've I feel like within maybe the last I don't know the facts, but maybe within the last fifty years they've had immigrants come into Sweden. Before yeah. then it was probably all Swedish, yeah. you know, people. And so I'm like and we we live in America where blacks have been integrated into the, the culture and society for over a hundred years now and we can't even there's still problems here, you know. Mm. So over there I was thinking if they just got black people 30 years ago would it like you know i was like i was like i don't know necessarily where they stand like race but i think it's a very progressive country yeah and my biggest thing is there's a big difference between the south like white america in the south 100 years ago with racism they were profiting off of black people Mm -hmm. this and that and um i think i've been talking to hannah's dad about that it's mostly they're worried about like they just don't want the problems from like the Middle East that people are coming yeah, over. Exactly. They don't want to bring mm. those same problems here. No. And then they also don't want their like Swedish culture to get wiped out as mm. well. So, and I, I, that's all understandable stuff. It's not like they're, they're trying to abuse the immigrants that are coming no, yeah. in. But it was, you know, it was funny. I, we would, uh, we would be going around Sweden and we live, we live like you live here in Long Beach. Like there's ghetto parts around mm-hmm. here in Long Beach. There's nice parts in Long Beach, but there's very ghetto parts as well. In Sweden, I remember Josephine would be like, oh, we're in, like, a bad area uh, neighborhood yeah. right now. I was like, I'll be looking around. I'm like, I just see, like, a couple brown people. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I was like, I was like, 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 does bad neighborhood yeah. mean brown people live here? <laughs> I was like, is that what that means? Or they'll just, I was like, because it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. I, know, I don't be see like, anything sketchy going on. Yeah, that or, like, traffic, stuff yeah. like that. People be like, you don't know what the fuck traffic yeah. is. Or, yeah, be, oh, this is a rough part of town. Like, I'm good. I'd live here. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I didn't have, haven't heard gunshots, no helicopters. Like, oh, what yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Issue? I got a ghetto bird that circles my house every single night. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? No, fuck. They're probably looking for you. Yeah, probably, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, um, dude, so it was like the the buildings, the concept of time was so different. And it's, it, it expanded my entire, like, idea of like longevity, how long people have been around. And dude, it even like pushed me even further back in time of like, how, how long have people been around? You know what I mean? Like how long, like the pyramids of Giza over there or like all Mm, these ancient civilizations. Uh, Yeah. So it's like in America, we're so pushed into the box of thinking that like everything that happened within America is everything that's happened in general. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're kind of low key. You know what, you know what else is funny is like people think like, uh, especially here in America, like it's very common to have the culture of people that bag on America and like say, oh, this is like, it's not like as popular to be like America's the best country in the world. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people bag on like, oh, we have racism problems and then there's no yeah. uh, universal health injuries. There's all these problems. Right. But if we look throughout history, throughout the millions and millions of years of history, humans are at the best place they've ever been at any point in time. Yeah. You know, poverty is that's it's absolute lowest, you know, mm-hmm. and we're doing we're innovations at its absolute highest. Yeah. We're doing like better than any other period of human beings has done. I like know? that. And that's kind of related to what I've been thinking about as far as delayed gratification, as far as like the importance of people want it now because this is like the part that they're a part of versus taking yourself out of it and understanding that like, Oh, over the past hundreds of years, fuck shit has really taken an uphill swing. Yeah, we're good. Right yeah, now. yeah. So yeah, you that's know, why I think that's the problem. That's why people are so upset, is because everything is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like when you like when your biggest problem is you want a bigger TV, you yeah, know, or you want like a bigger refrigerator, you know. It's like it's like you really don't have that many problems. I like you know? that. And yeah. So every little thing becomes a big problem. 
I got you. You know? It's like people are, would you say people are addicted to like being comfortable? Is that what it is? So when you stay comfortable, like you're looking for a big TV instead of doing what? You know what I mean? Like what are some of the good things that they should be worrying about instead of, um, oh, what is going on here? Why? Are, well, oh, these shoes that I'm buying or just like the, the surface level things of that's what I was talking about with delayed gratification is like you should... I, I, my definition of delayed gratification is like putting off something you want now for the thing that you want later that's even mm. greater, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. what do you think about that? Like what are some of the things as far as in Sweden that you felt really comfortable with and really happy with and the things maybe here where you're like, we should adopt some of those things. You know what I mean? I like that you could walk everywhere, you that know, like in that there's like safe and um, very like uh good transport like public transportation I you like can hop on too. a bus or a tram or a trolley or a train anywhere you want to go i was just you talking know? to hannah about that of like dude uh i needed a car to like get a girlfriend you know what i mean like when you were 16 exactly. you're like i, I was like car. when i got a car i was like oh yeah. i was like i was like oh we're in trouble <laughs> i told hannah i was like i'd have been gaming bitches up at 12 <laughs> here in sweden i'm like hey meet me here if you would have yeah, gave me like a train huh. system yeah, or exactly. something exactly super funny but um yeah anything else like the the transportation system i really dude i loved how healthy everybody I was, was just out about there. to say that the, no fat people right yeah. which is like nothing against fat people you know i have overweight people in my family and mm -hmm. i love them but yeah. it's just it's just nice to see a lot of you know like not not even necessarily not, not everyone has to be good looking but everyone looks healthy and all the food is healthy you know it was messing up my stomach because the food was so healthy oh you had to adapt huh yeah i had to adapt and then when i came back it was better we're, we're used to so much like bullshit food with these gmos all these plastics in our food you know it's we're not eating good stuff all these preservatives you know mm -hmm. it's, it's not good but out there everything seemed fresh yeah smaller proportions i noticed that sometimes i'd be like come on dude I come on 12 bucks uh. you know <laughs> i paid 12 bucks give me a little something you know yeah. so but besides that it was healthy so i guess it's worth it I, I lost a lot of weight when i was out there oh wow i lost like 10 pounds in like two weeks that's crazy you're doing a lot more walking too would you notice? walking eating healthier uh-huh all that hey that, that's it that's it that's all the only fat people that i saw in sweden guess where they were at like McDonald's or something. Yeah, you got it, dude. Yeah. I stopped in at McDonald's and I was like, oh, you guys are all hiding here. Like, <laughs> when I went to McDonald's, it wasn't all fat people because we went to like one of the, the nightclubs okay. and then we went to McDonald's at like oh, one yeah. they or were something asleep. like that. Yeah. And so it was just like everyone from the club. So it was just a bunch of drunk people, which it could be, it's probably worse. It was pretty, like, everyone in there was hammered. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's funny. Um, uh, what about like the other foods too? The foods and then the walking. Oh, the fish! Did you eat any? F oh, you're not a big fish guy, dude. I'm not dude. a big seafood Ooh. like those shrimps. Their fish was amazing. Yeah, they amazing. had good fish out there. It was like their. I forget what I was eating a lot of. I think. I forget what exactly what type of fish I was eating a lot of, mm -hmm. but it was a certain season, and I was getting a lot of that fish, and it was all, like top notch. Yeah, top -notch. so good seafood down there. Do you like meatballs? Dude, I fuck Swedish with meatballs. Swedish meatballs, I love Swedish meatballs. I do, mm. yeah. Mm. I, I ate a lot of meatballs while I was out there. I only had like one. We went to a, like a restaurant with uh, her grandparents, mm -hmm. and that are like like popular for their meatballs and stuff. And we had meatballs at one time. Yeah, so. and that goes back to the family dynamic too that I loved. Is it seemed like I saw so many like 
old grandparents with their grandchildren as well, just sure. out walking on the streets mm. or like you would see families, like the entire family, not just like my immediate family. Those are the only relatives that like I fuck with. I don't have uncles. I don't have. Well, it's also crazy, right? It's so like they all like kind of live like near Gothenburg, right? Yeah. So it's like, but they're all like, if you, they're all like 10, 15 minutes away from each other. Mm-hmm. Like here, like if we, we live in LA, right? But it's like, you can live in LA, but we're an hour away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's really different. You get, to, I think that's probably why is you get, they're a lot closer. It's not as an inconvenience. It was really nice. Yeah. Know? It was really nice. And they used to live in the same little neighborhood right there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, did you go by their old house? Yeah. It's like right by uh, their grandparents' apartment. Yeah, it was like so walking was, distance. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And it was just like, but also the effort too of wanting, like we saw the grandparents like what, three, four, five mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. over the course of the entire trip. And it's like, I've seen my grandparents three, four, five times in the past 10 years of my life. Wow. You know what I mean? And wow, so it's really? just one of those things of like, it's an effort thing mm-hmm. of like when I'm a grandparent, I will put the effort in to like pick up the phone or maybe if I'm retired, like mm-hmm. my, my grandparents mm-hmm. aren't doing shit right now. They're waking up and you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not to hate on them or anything, but just that I'm showing how good Hannah and like their culture's dynamic is mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. their grandparents would make the two hour drive to LA to come see me. Yeah, you know okay, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. come do yeah. stuff. And yeah, it was just like a beautiful thing of the concept of family. I'm trying to mix like a hard ass American style with the benefits of like success that come with that. You you have to develop drive. You have to develop discipline. You have to be like a- over there. That's one thing I think. I don't know how they would be so driven because like you make you can work at Burger King there and you'll make a good wage, like a living wage. Yeah, and you'll be good. You know, yeah. so it's like. Where does that motivation like necessarily come from as much, you know, like, yeah, that's where like, I haven't, I haven't dove that deep into it and I don't know, but like they're good people. So I wasn't like, it's solid. It's a good life. But like, as far as you come over here to America and it's like, Hey man, we're talking about billions of dollars. We're talking about getting after it and fucking building empires owning everything you know so i don't know how that but that's the part that within my children that i'm like oh here's what i can provide for you you want to learn how to work hard i'll take you to places that you didn't even know your mind could go so that's what i I need sweden Mm -hmm. was is probably a better place to grow up i think i think to make it like depending on like what you want in this world you know if like what you're talking about you want to be you want the yachts you know you want the big house you know you want you want the money like it's better to live here. There's more opportunity for that. Now, it's it's extremely hard, you know, and you're going to have to struggle to get there. You may go through 10 years of being broke before you get that, you know, but there's a bigger opportunity to have that, you know, here in America, I do believe. I'm with that. and More so than anywhere else. And and for me personally, dude, as I want the money to be like an unfortunate byproduct of the control and the freedom that I was able to achieve within my life. I want to be able to pick up and go anywhere that I want. I want to be able to do like whatever I want, whenever I want, for as long as I want. And it's just like here in America you need the change to do that. So oh, it's yeah, like it's no matter what you want to do. So mm-hmm. it was really cool though of like the things, honestly, dude, is if we take about the lifestyle that I'm trying to build here in America, I would say like at least half of those little boxes that I'm like, oh, money here is going to fix these problems. Those problems were already fixed over in Sweden of mm-hmm. like, oh no, you have the time mm-hmm. to see your family. You have this, you have that. And I'm like, fuck, it looks pretty good to me. Just for me, the child that I was of just like a, 
I was like a Tasmanian devil, dude, of just like running through doing that. I needed to see wild shit so yeah, that I could be exactly. like, oh, I needed to, I needed to see like the hell that could happen if you don't mm. walk the straight and narrow. I'd path. say one box about probably growing up in Sweden. Like I grew up here in Long Beach, and so I had the opportunity of. Long Beach is a crazy diverse place. We have Filipinos, multiple different Asians, whether Japanese, Chinese, Cambodians, you know, blacks. Yeah. We have Samoans, Hawaiians. Everybody, dude. Native Americans. I don't think we, we have, have every, we're not missing anybody. We have everybody here in Long Beach. So when you go grow up and go to school, whether you go to a bad school or a good school, it's a mix of kids. There's Mexicans, there's, there's Nicaraguans, Guatemala. There's everybody, mm-hmm. you know? And so you do have that benefit here in long beach that's why i like long beach so much you know i don't i have a kind of unique personality like i'm black native american and mexican Mm -hmm. you know so i kind of have a little bit of all that but i'm raised by two white people so like i i feel like here it's very diverse yeah you want to tell the people you were you were adopted at a young age yeah i was adopted when i was eight months old yeah eight months old and then um my dad was uh arrested at the time he was in prison uh, and my mom, she was a drug addict. And so I was living with my grandparents and then I got adopted. Well, I, I, I was a foster kid at first for probably like three, four years. And so, um, yeah, but I, I, I consider my mom and dad like my parents, you know, cause it's like really who is your mom and dad, the people that raised you, I do believe. Dude. You know? And that's something we can even get into a little deeper right now that I've never like sat down and talked to you about. I want to destigmatize the idea of like, your blood relatives Mm -hmm. only being the Mm -hmm. family that you can have i take that idea and i throw it out the fucking window some cultures are very big on that too you know that's what i'm saying man is like i will i personally plan on adopting as like as many children or fostering as many children as i can and Mm -hmm. it's due to stories like yours Mm -hmm. of where Mm -hmm. if i'm somebody that can provide a safe environment for growth and you know a healthy lifestyle i want to pick up as many young minds as i can and help develop them to be whatever they want to be that's that's great man so the idea of like think about how many families maybe who can't have kids right now there's a couple out there that can't have kids but like they're not uh understanding or there's that like taboo about oh well why don't we just adopt but the idea mm-hmm. of like if mm-hmm. they were able to walk into your household for 10 15 minutes whatever taboos that they had an idea of just wouldn't exist yeah mm-hmm. like your mom is your mom your dad is your dad and those people that take care of you and you help take care of them it's all love exactly so dude it's like what are your like experiences you know what i mean like as far as how do you feel about it's it's kind of a weird not weird i don't want to put that word on it but it's like a different Mm -hmm. upbringing Mm -hmm. of oh yeah it's very unique it's very unique you're a young man of color and you're uh like adopted by two white people Mm -hmm. it's very what was that like it's very there. There's a there were struggles and there was good things about it. You know that some of the struggles were uh, like uh, like struggles with my identity. I guess like I, at a young age, I didn't exactly know what was going on. Right. So I had like a Polish Irish dad, and like a, like a mutt white mother. Yeah. You know, just like a mix of white. You uh-huh. know. And so I was like I was always kind of confused. I remember one day I came back and I was like, Am I, am I black? Like I don't understand. Like am I black? Like yes, you're black, honey. You're black. And so I had struggles with that, just like, just kind of just confusion because I was raised, like, I always knew them as my parents, you know? I was like, oh, these are my parents. Mm-hmm. 
they never they i knew i was adopted but it was just it was just confusion for a young kid you yeah know? and then also um i guess like uh being raised by white parents i'm a little bit more i guess whitewashed a lot of people would say yeah and so i guess like a lot of hanging out with blacks or mexicans will be like oh you're whitewashed you're too white you're too yeah. white you know that was more at a younger age now so it doesn't really occur you yeah know, and but. that's something that like i went through as well and everybody just being like having a like a biracial background it's already a weird identity struggle of trying exactly. to figure out because mm -hmm. here's the thing is i don't know if i told you this but something that hit me like i right around the beginning of the pandemic was i spent my whole life saying like i'm half black and i'm half native american mm -hmm. where the fuck in what world here's my question is if you came over to my house and we went into my garage and i said oh here's half my corvette and here's half my uh ford bronco would that be two cars or would that be half bronco half corvette that would be mm, two cars yeah. Jaden. Mm -hmm. so the thing we have multi uh races it's mm -hmm. multiple different ethnic backgrounds yeah, that's one thing i hate is you when you have to check boxes mm -hmm. or something and it's like are you black or are you mexican or native american yeah. i'm like i'm all three yes. of these motherfuckers what do you want me to do you yeah know? So. and it says it literally will say it will say check one yeah i'm like I'm like, okay. And you know, it was some old white dude up there that was just like, <laughs> it's the concept of they don't, like, you don't understand what it's like to be able to navigate in different spaces like that because mm -hmm. you only have mm -hmm. one space. So when someone asks me, like, what am I? I don't say I'm half this, half that. I go, this is what I am and this is what I am. And I'm able to navigate within those spaces and I still support and have the support of both of those groups. Okay. And yeah. it's all mm -hmm. love. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So there's one thing I don't get in the past, I've had like a lot of, uh, Mexicans particularly, they don't. They will like not believe me. They're like, "Oh no, you're not ah, Mexican. Really? <laughs> you're not Mexican." <laughs> and they're like, uh, "That's one thing." Because like, I think they're a little bit more of a tight knit culture, mm -hmm. you know. And so when they see me and I'm like, I'm darker and I got the black hair, you know, mm -hmm. they're like, "Oh, you're not Mexican," you know. And they kind of want to disregard me from the group. I'm like, okay, like it's whatever. It doesn't bother me. But I'm like, okay, like. I yeah. guess, you know. And it's one of those things where, like, when I struggled with my identity, I like that you brought that as a hot topic because I was somebody who I wasn't the same color as the other people in my household, like my parents. Oh, so yeah. that's already mm -hmm. an identity thing. And that's the biggest indicator of love because, dude, you don't look at your black dad as oh there's the black guy over there you just go that's my dad just yeah, like you exactly. don't look at a white mm -hmm. dad and you're like oh that's who's that white guy over there who's no, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean so my thing is i just knew that i was a combination of those two and that's how i ended up how i am but like mm -hmm. what were some like when did you figure out how did you gain that perspective of like oh no these people like were able to provide a safe loving home for me you know, and it's like, do you have any urges to possibly create some sort of like an outreach or like an institution that would help people with similar backgrounds to you in the future? Maybe have you ever thought well, about that's that? That's interesting. I never I never really thought about I always advocate for adoption and stuff like that, because some people and even foster care, because some people are very against foster care and adoption because they say there's a lot of abuse and stuff. And I don't want to disregard that there is. Uh, like occasionally or even more than occasionally abuse and bad mm -hmm. situations, you know, but there is a lot of good situations, you know? Yeah. And so if I, if I were to do something like that, it would probably just to do something to destigmatize adoption and stuff like that mm -hmm. and say, no, this is a good thing. You mm -hmm. know, this is a good thing. Even, 
even if there was like uh there there should never be abuse but it's like where would the, the kid be otherwise you yeah. know yeah like, i mean shit and you're that kid like where yeah, would exactly. you be otherwise exactly. do you ever think about that of yeah because i i do i do because i do have a lot of um blood siblings that i haven't met before but i have like a little sister i have an older brother a lot of half brothers and so and they're not all doing that great you know <laughs> yeah they're not all doing that great but yeah yeah, like I told you, my dad was in prison at the time. He would have been in prison until I was probably like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And my mom was not doing good at the time. She was addicted to drugs. She no. She's cleaned up now. I've met her. I've met her and okay. stuff. And she's she's a good person, and she's cleaned up now. And she's, she works hard, and she supports her family. Yeah. So, but that's not that – like, who knows, you know? Who and knows it's at like, that stage? So. And, and I think the coolest thing that we're talking about is you're getting into – you know, your background and obviously like I have a, I've let people know on the podcast. It's like, yeah, we, I got fucked up relatives too. Like I have more fucked up relatives than I do good relatives. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm mm-hmm. a big believer of right. like that blood doesn't. Yeah. You want to pause it? Yeah, I'm just gonna grab beer real quick. Okay, go ahead. But it's like, you can still hear me, right? Yeah, I can but I'm talking about how like the blood relatives do don't take priority over people who have actually put in the time to like develop specific relationships that uh, they're there for you. You know what I mean? So like just because you're my dad's sister doesn't mean that, oh, you're my aunt. You don't take priority over the lady who's actually been here the past 22 years who is maybe just like one of my mom's friends. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? So it's like mm-hmm. – uh, like I have, um, let's say like an aunt Marissa, like, Ooh, shout out to Marissa. If she's listening, you know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, like they live down in Hawaii, dude. They're literally oh, my damn, favorite dope. people. We should definitely go visit them. Like, well, I'll see yeah, if they I'm have down. the space. Like next time we go, well, you know I mean? I can ask if they have some space for us. Like an well, extra island, room or something. Big island the or big or? island, dude. Okay. And dude, the big island's my favorite island so far because it has like all the major, I think it has every single major, uh land type like you know you talk about the desert yeah. the tundra mm-hmm. the whatever i think it's literally everything except yeah, that's for the what desert. i noticed about uh even maui i went to maui and i noticed it, it like it'll have like a rainforest mountains yeah. prairie beachside tropical shit i'm like this is crazy dude it was fucking wild because on the um west side of the island no 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 on the west side of the island like the kona side like the where that beer is from it is like dude it looks like mars like it's lava-y it's fucking black and hot and dry and then when you drive i think it's like fucking 90 minutes to the other side of the island or whatever maybe two hours it's it rains every day it's like the rainiest city in america so it's funny is i got uh like when i was out of high school i went there and i didn't even bring a jacket dude because i thought it was like hawaii i'm not gonna shit it was the rainiest fucking city it's worse than seattle like it rains every fucking day it's beautiful though it's so green and but it's like i want to go out there like my aunt marissa married this super cool guy um like uh, this Hawaiian guy and she just like, she's from out here. Like she's from LA okay, or Riverside okay. mm-hmm. and she just moved out there and she's like, all right, fuck you guys. Like, like, That's Hey, life. Hey, I'm vibing out here and My I love problem, it. Like, if I moved out to Hawaii, I don't think I'd have a care in the world. I'd have no motivation. Really? Yeah, I'd be chilling every day. You're yeah. living on a beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just be like, this is amazing. I don't need to do shit. I'll just crack open a beer every day. And you think that's what people say about LA? Beach. You think that's what people say about LA? Nah, right? LA's still like a, a grindy city a little bit. It's like a lazier, it's like a lazy New York. Yeah. Where everyone's like doing their thing and grinding, but not at the level of New York where everyone's always I got you. going. You I know? got you. But like, it's like you're a much slower place. 
paced. Your whole like it's not late. I would I'm not calling the people in Hawaii lazy, but I'm saying it's laid back. Like her husband, dude, I've learned so much from him just like being around him. Mm. He's like he's like he's a man. You know, he's like a but he's not like a like a man. Like he's not going to fight No, Hawaiians you or are cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. But they will super... fuck you up if you want to. Oh yeah, fight. dude. They have like the most UFC fighters like <laughs> ever. They will know? fuck you up. Yeah. But he's like a super cool. You see cool... them fools out there rowing? Does he do the rowing shit? I, no, he's a big surfer, dude. Okay, like he okay. surfs all the time. But he's like like an island man. Mm, like they were like mm. living off the grid at some point. Like they do. He like builds like their house like and stuff like that. Stuff. Yeah, That's he's cool. super dope. But like he's a different. Like I had to be exposed to him so that I knew I was like, oh, you can be like this, and it is successful and it does work, and you can literally just like be happy for people and you know oh, what i mean yeah, like you don't that's have to like be your, your own, your own version of being rich you know so that's it so you got everything you need you know it's like i want to talk about how you went in depth into your background and stuff and then going over to sweden and just being like all the tools that are successful here i have to retweet like that was a weird thing for me to be like all my sensory instincts right now aren't working well yeah like out there you got to be worried about getting hit by a fucking bus or a train instead of like someone robbing you you know yeah. <laughs> like because I, I that i had a problem out there i'd be stepping in the streets just being pulling me back yeah. like i'm like i'm not used to trains coming by every uh-huh. two seconds you know and it was weird dude because the city was built before like automobiles and like yeah, trains it's not and really stuff. built for cars and stuff it like made that. no sense <laughs> like if you and i walk around any american city we're like oh yeah there's probably cars coming over here like driving in the city you're like fuck i don't know it's like mario oh, kart no, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would not want to do it yeah let's hop into sports man you got uh you've been following football at all a little bit no, they just started. I know they just started training camp and yeah. stuff like that. I've just been really following the Panthers. Oh yeah, okay. because they just they just uh, acquired a uh, uh, Mayfield, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Baker. I saw that. And then so right now they got the the quarterback battle going on between Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. And then they also picked up in the draft uh, Corral. I'm pretty sure Matt Corral. Matt Corral. Yeah, I think so. From the draft. Did he go to USC? I think so. Somewhere he went. He to sounds the, familiar. Yeah, huh? he was pretty good. He was pretty good. I forget exactly where he went. Okay, I know they picked him up first round. You want Baker Mayfield to win or what? Oh, or are yeah, you a Darnold dude, guy? I, I, last last season, I was hyped for Darnold, and yeah. then he kind of fucking shit the bed. I was like, "What is this?" Dude? I agree with you. What yeah. is this? Come on, man. We thought it was the Jets. Yeah, it's not the Jets. I like. Know? I like. Because like Matt Stafford, he he went out to L.A. and did big things, you know. Uh-huh. But Darnold, I guess not. And they usually every year they they have a good team. They're predicted to do good, you know. Yeah, they got McCaffrey, but this guy gets hurt every other week. Hey, bro, you know? is he's the team, you know? Like, well, he's got he's got one of them things. He's like like how I played football, which is not a good way to play football. Is every down is the most important play, which is not the truth. You don't want to play football like that because yeah. you're not you're gonna fuck your body up, mm-hmm. you know? Because like when you're when it's fourth and fourth and like one, I get fucking lowering your head and getting a little dirty yeah but dude it's like so you don't always got to do that you don't always always have to take the biggest hit and he's one of those guys he he will go like limb for limb out there like just trying to get one more yard where it's not that important dog just yeah. go down you know and so he's hey, like one of those guys hey i miss luke keekly oh luke. i miss that guy that guy dude, was, he was my monster. favorite football player he was a monster he like not no like no homo I was like, he was probably my man crush growing up. I was like, this man is a Greek god. He was just up there jacked. 
Okay. He was making tackles. I was All like, right. oh, I was like, I want to be Luke Keekley when All I right. Well, I didn't but have I a crush like, I on him white. like you did, but well, I had a man crush like where you're like, we want to be them. It's you know, okay. You just you admire have... them so much. You're like, fuck, this guy's the coolest. You, I you be call them cool. man crushes. It's okay. Crushes are crushes. Uh, you in can my have opinion, a man crush. Whatever you know, you do. If you're comfortable with your sexuality, <laughs> you can have a man crush. And like, yeah, this is, this guy's the shit. You know? I, I categorize him as like bad white dudes, like that are in the NFL that play middle linebacker. They don't have guys like that anymore where they're destroyers. Yeah, you know, because it's like they don't want destroyers anymore. There was a yeah. time for that where they, like, you wanted your linebackers and your free and your safeties to be fucking insane in the head because they're gonna take people's heads off, mm-hmm. you know. And that set the tone for the game and might cause a fumble. But now with all the hitting stuff, they want like formation tackling. Yeah. So and it's you like don't want a guy out is there. Different too. Like yeah, you don't, don't want have... a guy out there that's flying around trying to take people's heads off necessarily. How do you feel about that, dude? Like, do oh, you... it's so boring. I like the. I like. I so you like, like the, the original game. It might be ignorant to say because it's like it's obviously it's worse for the brain yeah. and the players, uh-huh. you know. But it's it, no one will like remember the YouTube clips of the the like people not. Oh yeah, when Reggie Bush off. used to just get lit up or oh like that. Gosh. Here comes the boom that, highlight. Yeah, tape. I would watch that yeah. before football games and just get jacked up. I'm yeah. like, let's go. Let's That's go. That, that was football, dude. Right I just feel like there's so much more money coming into it. I think I'm looking at now it it's more, more centered like, on offense. Huh? I'm, I'm looking more from a player's perspective of like, damn, I just I don't want those guys getting hurt at the rate that yeah, they're exactly. going at it. Exactly. So I, that's the way. I'm it is at, sad. So it's if sad, the game you know? suffers a little, we don't want bit, no more Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, you, you know? see what I'm so. saying? Is like for me, I think I'll take. Uh, let's say it's what 10 percent, 15 percent less interesting. Like, oh yeah, that's games, true. You're right. If I know that like Patrick Mahomes' knees aren't getting blown out. Well, every that was other a big season. thing with uh, Cam Newton, right? Remember Cam, Cam Newton was getting. He was the most hit uh, quarterback for like three seasons. Mm-hmm. He was getting. Pounded. He was running the fuck well, out that yeah, ball he, though. Yeah, he would run over some linebackers <laughs> uh-huh. sometimes. He's a big dude, but but because of that, he would take a lot of hits. Also in the backfield, scrambling, mm-hmm. he would take a lot of hits to the head. You know, like okay. people would target him because he's a big guy. They're yeah. like they're like fuck. I'm gonna take him down anyway necessary. Yeah. You know? So yeah, they they that like I think he was one of the big factors. Like after like a couple of hits, they're like we gotta change some of these mm-hmm. rules, doggy. Like, but no, it is more like a offensive centric now. They want a lot of scoring. I think. There's less pass interference calls and stuff like that. You can't touch, or there's there's more of that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they're they're trying to make the offense the exciting part of the game. Yeah, and, and it's kind of screwing over the defense in the process. Like how it's so like now you have to compute exactly where to hit this guy instead of just running them the fuck over. Yeah. You be like oh well, I might I might get a call if I hit him in this certain way. So you it's so hard to compute that when it's like you're it's like you're making snap decisions. You know. Dude, it's softer. Like, the game is softer, but I've been able to adapt to it as a viewer and still appreciate it just as much as I did when I was a kid. So that's how I feel about it. The offense is interesting now. It does make it very, Mm -hmm. like, some of like, Patrick Mahomes and his whole squad, the things they do out there are insane, you know? Yeah, they're wild. And then now we got a... We got um Hey, Buffalo I'm about to hold on now. Up. With the Rams though, I'm going to give Stafford his procs. I was a Stafford hater, bro, really? for a decade. I used to really? talk. I think if there's one team I've talked so much shit about, it's probably the Lions. Like The Lions for sure, but Stafford because I, he, a lot, he had a lot of haters, but the, I would hear good quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and these really good quarterbacks be like they'd be like, "Oh no, Stafford's a guy." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cuz they and they would like break down like what he's doing. They're like, "Nah, he's a guy." Like yeah. he's just on a shit team. And I'd be like, "Okay, I if and they're saying it. And you know? you know, bro, he's probably been saying that every year of like, damn, if I wasn't on the nah, I think he's lines. such a nice guy. He loved I think he loved Detroit. Like he had like a yeah. big uh Detroit loved him, first of all, and then he had like a big uh, foundation out there, you okay. know? Like I think he was like a 
like he's like a guy you want to build your team around, mm-hmm. you know, because he's like he's like a good face for the prom- for the but not the, the promotion, they, but the, the Lions team, couldn't you know? fucking get it done our whole childhood. No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. But it's like, well, they what, they they say they got cursed by fucking Megatron, isn't that right? They he, they didn't pay Megatron out correctly, I bro. Guess. I think they bro, screwed him over on a lot of money. They've been asked for decades. I think they've been asked since the formation. Like they're like that new team that just never never took off. The plane never took yeah, off. They, they, they're they're like it's at the point where most of their fans just probably want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, you know they're like just get to the playoffs. That's what dude. I'm saying. Like, but and then Stafford want to see one game. Made that trip, made the trade, and fucking sauced everybody out, oh. balled out, got himself a ring. I was like, you know what, bro? I apologize for every. Oh yeah, thing. you seen that? Did you see the? AT&T commercial where he was like they're like kind of alluding to that they're like he's like oh wait I, I can get like a new phone and like still like respect my old phone and say that I love my own phone but this new phone is gonna be new and I better. I never saw that. <laughs> it's funny it's funny he's like he's like and I can reach places I've never been before. <laughs> he was like he oh whoa that. so cool yeah <laughs> I was like oh it's kind of dirty towards the lions. Dude like, but the thing is so okay we're talking about like football getting softer dude if you really want those big hits, man, like you really put me on to the UFC though. Like I fucking that's your number one sport, right? Yeah, to that's watch. right. Let's talk about that. I fucking I took you to the the UFC event, dude. It we was, had we had some boss seats. We had like it was basically it wasn't a box, but it was um it was the it VIP was like, like, like VIP a area booth area. We type. had like a whole like a uh, like desk chair that was super comfortable a whole table we had a yep. tv in front of every little seat leg room we had a, a waitress you know buffet like it was the whole nine it was and, the shit and we were there dude that's how you gotta do it every time because i appreciate the build like i liked watching the flow of people come in like if i was like the ballers that were sitting next to us i'm not just showing up at like no, yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. nine when it started no yeah like, yeah I w- I, we showed up as soon as possible dude, like for like the first fight i was like we're not missing this first yeah, fight games well what the gates opened up at like seven or something like that we were like in at 705 or something yeah we like got that. in pretty early and we just chilled there most of the day yep. yeah and, and but we had just, dope seats we could show there it was no dude, problem we could watch football games on our uh-huh. college football and we shit were doing like that. that we yeah, had the tv cool. everybody had their own little channel we we're watching different games and stuff dude <laughs> it was like the best sporting experience i've ever seen live uh, it was elect the electricity that runs through the building it it's, was it was like it's like going to a football game okay if you watch a game winner in football in like the coliseum or whatever it's what it's crazier than that you though. multiply that by like three or four yeah. and that's where you felt it. you were like i feel like i want to get in that octagon right I now like, i was oh. like let's go you know yeah, that was the coolest event i've ever been to in my life it's yeah. probably the coolest thing i've done in my life there's not a lot of people even if you go to a ufc event you, you don't do it how we did it yeah you know, we did it we did it like we did it good, the food the know? drinks we the did people. it good it was so fun and there were awesome fights yeah awesome fights it was the ortega versus um volkanovsky card mm-hmm. ah yeah I get chills even thinking about it. Yeah, that was super. There awesome. was also a good fight last night. I don't know if you caught it. Amanda Nunez versus Pena too. I saw it online. Who won, man? Uh, Nunez won. Okay, good. Pretty, pretty convincingly, she dominated. But Pena, man, dude, so fucking dog, dude. Yeah. She is the one of the toughest girls I've ever seen. Hold on, let me look her up. Let me make sure I got the same. Cause like I have, I know both of those girls, but I don't know them well enough to oh, be like. Dude. She was getting pounded on. Who won? She was, Who she won? was cut ups. Uh, Nunez did. Amanda Nunez. Double champ. Amanda was elbowing her head, cutting her open, just juicing her forehead. It looked like pulp, like blood pulp was coming <laughs> out of her head. I was like, oh, God. But she, Juliana, she threw a probably, probably 20 submissions, like arm triangles oh, really? and stuff like that. Like, remember when Ortega got Volkanovsky in that little uh-huh. 
he got him in the in the triangle and everyone started going crazy mm-hmm. so it was like he like she did that but she did it like 20 times you know in one fight yeah in one really? fight she just kept doing it but she was getting her ass beat oh okay. so she was still she still was losing but it was it was exciting she was always in the fight and every time she would got knocked down a lot she just get right back up and keep pressing keep yeah, fighting I'm it was to, pretty badass i'm gonna have to catch the next one but yeah i'm definitely like hooked after that experience and it's a fucking like that's where you go when you watch football for the strategy and you're like all right i see what's going on blah blah blah. but then you go to ufc to watch someone get fucked up yeah you don't like, even necessarily have to know what the fuck's happening yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good thing about and UFC. it's nice too though because like rogan and the other dudes like cormier and stuff they really help out like explaining it too like they'll really be like all right hey this is what he or she's looking for oh they got it in like this yeah, is what we're looking what, for yeah yeah that's what rogan rogan's really good at especially telling you walking you through the grappling events and stuff like that because to a, a common a common person uh, who doesn't watch ufc they don't know what's going on in the grappling exchanges mm-hmm. so he breaks it down pretty well you're like oh okay this is why what he's doing is important or why he's damaging him or where he's trying to get to yeah dude i wish that we had a um like different networks that broadcast sports let's get into that too but like why the fuck do we still have these old ass white guys commentating the football games like i want ray lewis on the game of like god damn you know what i mean like i want to hear somebody that like really gets into it and really make but like they won't do that for network tv but did you see that um because you know how direct tv always had the rights to i gotta look that up and see what's going on do you know about this how like they had the rights to the nfl tickets yeah Ticket, yeah. Who owns that now? I heard Disney bought that. Is uh, that like I don't accurate? know if that went down. Maybe. Maybe. Who, so I remember sh- they were talking about it or they were talking about um one of the streaming platforms buying it. Yeah, because I'm so trying. It's probably going to be on ESPN or something like that. So but, is it going to be like. But a, that deal doesn't happen for at least a couple more years because the oh, contract ends, I think, in like a couple years. Oh, man. Because I really like. I, that was my favorite thing is having Sunday ticket and having like oh, so all the games. Though, just, dude, that's what I'm saying. But the thing was, when we were kids, it wasn't that expensive. Like it was like fifty no, bucks, but now probably, it's like six hundred dollars. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I asked, like, and we usually get it, even like like a couple years ago when it was still expensive. We were still getting it, but this last uh, year, my parents were like, "No, we're not doing it." And mm-hmm. I was like, "They're like, you could do it. You want to pay for it?" And I was like, "Fucking, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. doing it." So I, I legally streamed everything. Yeah. How have you been streaming though? Like, how do you get those games then? It's you gotta I you gotta I'll tell you off off stream okay. so we don't burn out the the streams yeah you know but uh, yeah there's just there's websites out there you know you could also find some during in discords and okay. other things like that you could find streams and stuff like that so mm-hmm. they're out there they're out there they're available because yeah. if you it, that's what's gonna happen in today's world of streaming and stuff like that now that we have access to this type of stuff people are gonna steal the stuff especially if you price it too high. So they need it. That's their own fault. Like, what do they expect people? People are going to steal it if they oh, pride yeah. it to it. Prime example, UFC. I used to pay for UFC. They used to be like $59 or something like that. I used to pay for every card. Mm-hmm. They, now that it's like $70, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, I already pay the... And then it, with the ESPN, ESPN Plus, it used to be like $4.99. Now it's like $10. I'm like, all right, well, y'all are just trying to rob me now. Yeah. You're giving me the same amount of content. It's like... I'm like, okay, well, now now you guys are forcing me to steal your content, which I don't want to do. You <laughs> You're know? forcing me to steal it, huh? <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a, a broke 22-year-old, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have the money to support like that, you know? So, yeah, I'm with that. Um, the last thing that I wanted to touch on was, um, damn, the fuck was it? What were we talking about? You are talking about how you like to steal all your shit. Um, 
streaming. It had something to do with streaming. I forgot what it was, it's though. networks or something like that? More mm-hmm. networks? Network television? I don't remember, man. Because I have an idea, and then I listen to you, and then I'm like, I fucking forget that idea. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I that's what that. happens in podcasting sometimes, is I'll just, like, I need to write it down sometimes, but sometimes I'm just into it. Well, I fucking forgot, but anyways... We got, like, let's get into, like, one or two more. Oh, I remember what it was, dude. Um, dude, it was so funny how the Swedes were looking at, like, weed, though. Because apparently here, you know what I'm talking about? Like, here, we, like, we're good. It's whatever. Like, I'm not a big, heavy smoker, but, it, like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know just what the neutral. Difference? Like, here, I feel like it's more frowned upon. Like, uh, if your friends saw you smoking a cigarette, they'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Mm. Smoking a cigarette? What the fuck? That's gross, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, out there, like, you're smoking. It's perfectly normal everyone smokes cigarettes you know they're like oh yeah you're smoking a cig but like uh, out there they go oh you're smoking a joint but out here they're like oh yeah it's the oh uh, yeah a joint, so it's you know? flipped huh and it's flipped they like they're like mo- they love the tobacco a lot more oh yeah sure. mm. that was my thing too where i was just like i was a little grossed out i was like hey that's oh, a lot dude, of i was uh we went to like a bar with some of her friends and one of them was just like talking to me like interested because you know she's like oh you're from la blah 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 whatever and i was talking to him but they were just standing like right in front of me, smoking a cigarette, like yeah. right in front of me. Yeah. Like, I'm getting all the smoke. Yeah. I'm just like, I was just like, oh, I'm wearing a polo. That I'm gives like, me like the old lady in the casino vibes. Like I just yeah, don't have like, any uh, positive association with cigarettes. But my biggest thing is like they were looking at weed as just like, dude, I look at weed how we see alcohol. Like that's how I look at marijuana. It's just yeah. like it's mm-hmm. it's chill. I've seen people it's fuck safer their, than alcohol. I've seen better. people fuck their whole life up with alcohol at oh, a way yeah. faster rapid i don't know anyone that's like the thing with weed is like if you're already lazy as fuck all right and you smoke weed why is it that we blame the marijuana you know what i mean yeah, when that's hey, what I've always you were already a lazy, lazy motherfucker <laughs> and then i think what needs to happen lazy, is like yeah. more uh like high functioning people maybe need to come out and be like oh yeah no i get high like dude the fucking that's rock was on i used to say like this is pro- like because they would show me brain scans of people showing how like like the weed shrunk their brain i, I went to this one therapist and he was telling me i'm like I'm like, but tell me, like, I, like, I'm like, you know how many high-functioning people there are now that have millions of dollars and, like, yeah. have these nice houses and these nice careers that smoke marijuana? I'm like, yeah. show me their brain. Yeah. Us. Can and you show me a picture of their brain? Because, like, I want to see curious. that. That's what I want to see. Curious, and then you, know? you don't have the data I'm on like, that. Are you, are you, like, you just took a brain scan of some fucking addict off the street, dude. What did you think? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what did you think? Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, you're telling like, me Like, their IQ's lower, and you're like, that dude's taking a shit in the sidewalk yeah. over there. I'm like, dude, he's naked. Yeah. He's, he's naked in public. Like, no one should trust his brain scans. Like, this, yeah. is, a, this is an anomaly. Oh, uh, you know? yeah. That shit's hilarious. So I'm like, okay. But that's how it was. Because they'll show you one brain scan. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's my biggest thing is, like, um... It, it, it makes you more of what you already are. So it's like that idea of just fucking like, oh, you're a loser. You're going to be a fuck up. It's just like take that out the window. And obviously like that's been more my transition of sort of like softening my kind of perspectives of well, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And Marijuana has opening. a very bad stigma, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, think about the people who like were the start of the marijuana wave. They were like the hippies in like the '60s. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the they were losers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it got a very stigma of being something that losers do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, I think that like the hippie movement was very negative actually towards marijuana, even though it made it a lot more popular. Like it was negative because it gave it a bad stigma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now, so I mean, um, I think like I I've, I'll tell you one thing: I've never fought anyone off. Marijuana, I've gotten in fights off alcohol, yeah. you know, not proudly, but, you know, liquid courage, you know, uh-huh. but, uh, yeah, I, like, I originally started 
the first time I smoked weed was because I, I was having, I got, I've had multiple concussions from football, mm-hmm. right? And so I'd had, I had terrible migraines. And my parents are the type of parents where I'd tell them, I'm like, oh, like, dad, I think my knee's torn. He's like, fucking walk it off. You yeah. know, walk it, take a walk, you know? <laughs> I'm like, guys. And so I would, I, would, I would be telling them, I'm like, guys, I have these terrible migraines, terrible migraines. And then uh, one day, like, I, like, was just doing research because I'm like, I need, my parents won't take me to the doctor. I need something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I found that weed would help. And so that's when I first started smoking weed. Yeah. You know? And um, it did, it did help. And it was, it was, that's self-medicinal use, which is obviously frowned upon and stuff like that. But as a last resort, and then what was the, the other option when I went to the doctor is they were trying to put me on medication and pills oh, yeah, that had all these fucked. other side effects. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to take? Side effects of a plant or side effects of some fucking yeah. engineered pill, dude? It's like, going to eat away at your gut and yeah, it's going to change my fucking brain chemistry, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, you're, you're saying a plant will change. This drug, I'm pretty sure, will change my brain chemistry as well, dog. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, no, no, no. They, it's had, safe. Me on, they it's had me on Adderall. They had me on uh, 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 Zoloft, which is an antidepressant. They had me on all these drugs and I'm like, I, I feel like shit on it. Like, what? Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like taking those types of medications yeah and so my my i was like well i'm gonna just smoke weed alternatively you know and cbd too like cbd stuff but also Dude, marijuana that well was the big thing the too time, that know? like my parents did a great job of like me being a super active kid of like bouncing off the wall like i was the kid that was like oh i think i can climb that wall mm-hmm. and i would try it until i would climb that mm-hmm. wall and it, you know it's never gonna happen it's a fucking wall but like they were so big on just getting me into like fitness and like putting me in yeah, so many thing. sports a busy kid can't do wrong shit because they're yeah, busy all the yeah time. and then by yeah. the time i got home i'm fucking exhausted so i exactly. just that was out. most of my life right so that was most of my life i was a baseball football player in their opposite season so if I wasn't playing baseball, I was playing football. If I wasn't playing football, I'd play baseball. If you're not doing that, you're in school. Yeah. Right? So that was most of my life. And then so when I stopped doing that, that's when I like, for me personally, I stopped caring about school because I'm like, I'm not doing any of the other stuff Mm -hmm. around school. Yeah. You know? So that was, I do think like keeping your kid busy outside of school is extremely important to like raising them and. You know, and making sure they're like good people and stuff. You learn a lot from sports too. You know, it makes you I've, a better person. Dude, you know? everything I've I learned. used to be such a weaker person before I joined the sport of football. Yeah, you know, it like toughened I, you up. Oh, dude, I was a crybaby. Oh. I couldn't run. I was super slow. I had asthma. My like, I just had all these physical ailments. You know, mm-hmm. and I played a, like a, a season of football. I remember the first day of Hell Week. Oh, I was crying like a little baby. Really? Uh, the kids were throwing up. I was like, this is insane. What the fuck are we doing out here? <laughs> and then, but like a season of that, and it, I just, after that one season, I was like not afraid to like run and get tired. And, you know, it just makes you such a stronger person. And then you, once you learn, you're like, oh, I could actually like do more than I thought I could. That opens you up to other things. You're like, oh, I could do better in yeah. school. You're able to take it a step further and yeah, go and even further. Apply it further. to other things. What's know? up, Hannah? Hey, what? she just uh, came in from work. Look at you in your little gym outfit, yeah. huh? Working woman. Two jobs now, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get you on. We've been having a good podcast here with Jaden. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, we've been having a blast. Been throwing a few beers back. And then, like, I think the last thing is, dude, it's just kind of funny how people will be like, you can't put crack and weed in the same category. <laughs> 
that's just not you know what oh, i mean like no. you just can't be like these are drugs and you're like no yeah, no 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 you get arrested from like marijuana all right that's fucking like come on now you need a slap on the wrist like what fuck like you know what i mean but you're you're selling crack like all right that there's a big difference with the damage that's gonna no, happen yeah, in your definitely, neighborhood definitely that's why yeah it can't be anywhere near that yeah but in that. people's minds it's like like i said especially you need that. in like especially in europe and stuff like that yeah they are they do but then, like, I noticed over there, like, I'll, me and Josephine would go to eat, and people are drinking beers at, like, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. a.m., you know? So I'm like, all right, you guys are cool at drinking at 10 a.m., but, you know, like, fucking... Oh, you said 10 a.m. 10 a.m., <laughs> I'm yeah, saying. I'm like, time. we're going out damn near morning, and people are like, yeah, I'll have a beer with my fucking brunch, you know? Mm-hmm. And here you see that, but you don't see it as much. They're out, like, it was common, I feel like. It's just, I agree with It's you. not like they're getting drunk, but they're just going to have a beer, Yeah, you know? They do have better control out there, I think. Well, yeah, because I, I told you, they've been drinking since they're, like, 18. It's yeah. not, like, some forbidden thing. And the know? thing is, too, is they've been drinking, like, for generations. <laughs> since True. 1248 True. or whatever. They've been pounding it back. Yeah. So well, what, what did Native, Native Americans, what, they probably smoked weed or something? What did uh, Native Americans do? No. They probably had some sort of juice that we got, got us. No, man, it was Coca? natural. Coca? No, dude, that's from <laughs> fucking South America down there in well, Costa Rica. I mean, Rica Native Americans went, lived in South America, too, and shit. No, what happened? Yeah, indigenous people. But what happened is when white oh, yeah, people came over folks. to America, dude, is they introduced, like, alcohol and stuff. That's what I'm saying. That fuck, that's why there's a lot of alcoholism That's now, why huh? if you go into, like, you know, different, like, my mom grew up on, um, like, the reservations up in Montana, dude. They're mm. fucked. They just can't. There's yeah, no group of people that. I've seen that just can't handle their alcohol. Like, and it's bad, dude. Guy will get drunk, come home, beat his wife. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah. And then here's yeah. the thing. Now you got you, now you got this husband who had a shitty job. He's probably upset at his work, beat his wife. Now his wife's mad that she just got beat. Now she's starting to drink. You know what I mean? They're not liking the way that their life went. And then went. he goes to jail and then the kids only got a mom. Uh, yeah, and, and now the mom's got to figure out. Now guess what? The mom's shooting up meth, yeah. you know? And then yeah, now yeah. guess what? The mom's upset at the kids. And then because the kid's a criminal women. because, yeah, yeah. It's now the kid thing. has this zero blueprint for life. And then guess what? The kid all of a sudden turns 18. And now we start, we go from poor kid to he or she turns 18. And we're like, oh, well, what the fuck? You loser. Like, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. Mm. And it's just one of those things of like, you got to, it all relates, dude. You're talking about, uh, what do we talk about? Like uh, weed as like good or what was the other thing that needs adoption, decent, uh, like people mm-hmm. who need help. You know, these are young oh, you kids. you know what Native Americans did I just remembered? What's up, man? We're forgetting about the ayahuasca and the stuff like that. That's oh, what the yeah. Native Americans Yeah, like did. natural herbs and yeah, yeah, leaves and stuff. Yeah, ayahuasca, DMT type stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the Native American thing. Yeah, that dude and honestly just They used like, to give that to like 13-year-olds and like that. that's how you become a man. That's you go out into the fucking, into the woods, high off DMT, and you come back three days later like a man. With a whole buffalo? <laughs> yeah. You like fought a tiger or a panther or something. Yeah. Like that's funny. A bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a black bear. Yeah, it's cool, man. But it's just like the whole, thanks for coming on and talking about just like, yeah, thanks for having you me. know, cool. finding what works best for you and sticking with that, staying true to yourself and just having a good time, man. Like this is what this podcast is about is like, we're trying to do, you know, 70% entertainment, 30% like, hey, this is what I think about this because it's worked for me or somebody I know. Okay. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. what you think? You uh, been having fun. a good time? Yeah, it's fun. I got one last got question again, for huh? you. Who's one person that you think that we should have on this podcast that you would like to see Ooh. on here? Okay. Okay. Or a couple of people. It doesn't just have to be one. Question. But yeah, somebody. Good and then I'll question. probably reach out to them and see if maybe they want to come on sometime soon. That's a good question. Fuck. Um, 
in like my group or just like are you talking about outreach into somebody Anybody, man because i don't know I, I, I would probably have two options right so if it's someone like someone i wouldn't know that you could like just try to reach out to and get like a, a like a listen to i guess it'd probably be hard but you should try to like um listen to like someone who's been in the police force or something like that oh really that would be cool what would you I like think? to hear about that I don't know. Just uh, just like just what it's like, you like, know. I think it? that's cool. You know? What's it Especially like beating people up all day? In or Long what? Beach, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like being like a cop in Long Beach. You I know? know my buddy, uh, Brandon Osorio. His dad's been a cop for like 30 years in Carson. Oh, okay. So okay. He's, okay. He's, you can like, go the opposite way too and, and be interview a fucking gangbanger. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. On the same podcast too? <laughs> yeah, have a gang. Dude, that'd give views. Yeah, gangbanger and cop on podcast. All that'd right. Be, yeah, we'll see if we can get somebody. If it's someone like, like uh, I know, I got I I know some cool people you could probably interview. I I, I got um um have you met Jay Boyd? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Have you met Matt? Matt Nelson? I don't think so. Okay. They're 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 two cool guys and they're both photographers. Okay. You know, and I know you like a little bit of photography. All right. And stuff yeah, like that. that sounds awesome. And they're pretty for like they're professional. You okay. Know, they're they're good photographers. They get jobs like professional jobs and they cool do good work. You know. Yeah. I give you their Instagram and stuff, but um. Yeah, yeah, that uh, my friend ja- and you know Jamal. Jamal would be cool. He, okay. He's a good talker and he, yeah. he he's like a, a studying. F- he, he What's goes he to gonna come up school? here and talk about golf the whole time? Probably, or huh? <laughs> but he goes to the same school you guys do, and um, he uh, he likes film and stuff like that. He, I know he's like interested in getting into like film. He wants to do film. Okay. And stuff like that, so. Yeah. All right. I'll reach out to all those people and see you know who hits me back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, man, like always, thanks for coming on. You're welcome anytime. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Had a good time. Say bye to the people. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.